Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day as Noni which is short for anonymous over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out how to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily like cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. It's podcast number 87. And I am going to be talking about um, treasuring items treasured items. Basically, the long version of the title is treasured items aren't treasured if they're not treasured. I mean, duh. I just added the I mean, duh at the end. Anyway, um, this is um, a subject that has been a real brain adjustment for me personally in my own deslopification process. So I'm gonna talk about that. Um, But before I do, I do want to remind you that if you would like to be a patron of the show, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean and find out what it means to be a monthly patron to support the show and also get a few extra perks. So, um, okay. So treasured items, Hmm. treasured items aren't treasured if they're not treasured. What does that mean? Well, it's basically evidence-based decluttering, meaning The evidence shows if I find something crushed or smushed at the bottom of a pile of clutter, it's not treasured. I don't treasure it. The evidence that I don't treasure it is the fact that I didn't treasure it. Okay. Um, So let me give some examples to tell you what I'm talking about. So I decluttered my medicine cabinet recently. And in that medicine cabinet, I ran across... um, a pin, which is like a, you know, the little button that you wear. And it's my first Disney trip. If you have been to Disney World, um, if you tell them, they will give you a trip, a, a pin that you can wear um, that says my first trip or something like that for Disney. And, you know, if you wear it, then staff members will congratulate you or, you know, you might get a few little extra perks or help or something here and there. Um, anyway, it's, it's a neat little free keepsake, free along with the very expensive trip that you paid for. But, um, but that's just something that comes along. Well, it's a, it's a neat thing. Um, and when I saw it, I went, well, I mean, I don't don't know whose that is because three, I mean, that would have been from seven years ago, maybe, or six years, something like that. Um, it would have been from five or six years ago. So, you know, because that would have been when my, it was my kid's first trip and, um, oh, you know, and I'm not sure whose that was and and maybe they would surely love to have, and then I went, wait a minute, they obviously don't care about it because it's in the medicine cabinet, which means that it was probably in some random place in the kitchen and in a moment of cleaning 
up probably because someone was coming over and I was in a hurry and couldn't make a decision in the moment. I just stuck it up in the medicine cabinet. I mean, there's no reason for your first Disney trip pin to be in with a bunch of Tylenol or whatever. I mean, that that's just the reality. And so it's one of those moments where I said, okay, this isn't treasured. The evidence shows that this is not treasured. This is not something that my child is keeping in their drawer with all their other special little rocks and lint or whatever it is that they've collected. This is not special because it's not in a place that shows any type of treasuring whatsoever. Okay. Um, another example, my husband, um, bought a hat. We went on a cruise. I know this is all about traveling, but I mean, you know, it's, it's little things that you buy and you think are going to be something. Oh yes, this is a great thing to have. Um, so we went on a cruise with his family. Um, I think my middle child was in kindergarten and he's in sixth grade now. So the kids did not go on this one. But we went on a cruise and the day in Cosmel, we didn't have any money, so we didn't do an excursion, but we just went, um, kind of walking around downtown and he carefully chose his souvenir and it was a straw hat or some sort of a hat. And he was like, okay, well I can wear this, keep the sun off on the cruise and that'll be a great souvenir. And I mean, it was like, oh, I'm so proud of him for getting a useful souvenir. I mean, it was not something frivolous that you really don't need. It was like, okay, this is a useful one. Well, I was working in the garage probably been close to a year ago and ran across the hat completely smushed at the bottom of a pile of clutter clutter yeah clutter um I mean just smushed beyond wearability it was you know and I I thought oh oh well but this is his hat I wonder if I can you know and I kind of tried to try to make it um you know try to unsmush it and it could maybe have passed. And I was like, well, the reality is he probably, it probably, he probably did wear it while he was mowing the lawn. And then, because it was kind of near the lawn mowing type stuff, but the truth was it wasn't treasured. And so if my reason that I think I need to keep it is that, oh, well, this is a treasured item because it reminds us of that cruise. Well, but it's not actually a treasured item because we didn't treasure it enough to make sure that we didn't toss it on the floor or toss it on top of a pile or put it somewhere where it wasn't going to fall off the shelf. I mean, you know, so I mean, that's, that's what I'm talking about is that evidence-based decluttering. Now, this is all after the first decluttering question. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting 
AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. So the first decluttering question is of my only two that I have, um, is if I was looking for this item, where would I look for it first? Okay. Now, I probably could answer that question. Okay. You know, I would look for his hat in his closet. Okay. But I wouldn't look for this hat because this hat is smushed and crushed and probably not that wearable. Okay. The Disney pin. mm, I'm never going to go looking for that. That's not something I'm ever going to be like, "Hmm, where is that Disney pin? Okay. Um, now, so those really don't, because of what they are, they don't, fit that question. And then the next one is I've already established that I wouldn't even go looking for this. I wouldn't go looking for a crushed, unwearable hat. I wouldn't go looking for this Disney pin. Um, but the second part of that, the second question is, would it ever occur to me that I already had it? Well, technically maybe with the Disney pin, I would never go looking for it. So I really don't need it, but yeah, technically I've, I might, if I ever needed a Disney pin, I might be like, you know what? I wonder where those are. Hmm, We did. Okay. The truth is it's not treasured. And that helps me work through that. Um, the, the hat, I mean, that's the evidence is that it's not treasured because it's smushed. Um, and this ultimately goes back to my warped view of value. Um, 
looking at everything according to value and memory and all that kind of stuff, it's just like this pit that I can fall into and keep on thinking about and keep on analyzing because boy, do I love to analyze. Analyzing is so much more fun than cleaning. Um, But analyzing, okay, so I can do that. But if I come down to, okay, but let, let's let's get away from the what ifs and the hmm I wish and all that kind of stuff and let's just get into reality I have to start you know identifying the real value of things and looking at it as okay this is obviously not treasured which means it doesn't have value to me that helps me get through that now I once upon a time thought that I valued things more than the people who were constantly getting stuff out of their house. I thought I valued things and I saw the beauty in things and I saw the worth in things because I would go to a garage sale and load up on a whole bunch of junk. In my mind, well, I see the value of it. That's why I got it. It made no sense to me that these people who didn't want this stuff actually valued their stuff more than I did. And I... I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I hesitate to say that because I'm like, oh, it's not about the stuff, but it kind of was for me. It was about the stuff. I mean, I I saw the value in all this stuff and I thought that I valued it. But over time, as I got all this excess stuff out of my house, as I got to where, okay, I don't need 50 bajillion pairs of black slacks. Okay, I don't need that many pairs of black slacks. If I would take those our trousers or whatever pants, I know pants is inappropriate some places, but that's what we call them. Um, But if I had, you know, 50 bajillion pairs of those, I thought I valued black slacks. Well, I see the value in a good pair of black slacks because I that's why I have 50 bajillion of them. But the truth was, I didn't value them. Because I just kept getting more and more and more. And then I didn't really use, you know, all the ones that I had and all. So once I started getting rid of things and choosing, okay, this one is really great. And this one's versatile. That's when I put the real value into it. When I had boxes full of trinkets and memories and things, I I thought I valued those things because I kept them. But as I got rid of the things that I didn't need and realized that a lot of those boxes were filled with trash, things that I never really even wanted, but for some reason I thought I valued things and so I kept it all. As I got rid of the things that I truly looked back at and went, oh, wait, no, this is trash. Why do I have this? Then it kind of got rid of all that other stuff. And then the few things that I actually really, truly did love that really, truly made me happy then because I didn't have as much junk to have to deal with I could actually put those in a place of prominence where they were seen and they made me happy every time I walked by or where they were the conversation piece that I dreamed of all these other things being on being but they weren't because they were stuck in a box in my garage um I was able to actually treasure and it made me realize okay so the people who have less stuff they're actually valuing the stuff that they have because they're treasuring it and they're treating it as if it has value. I'm not treating it as if it has value when it's stuffed in a box full of who knows what. 
Okay. That was that big mental shift for me is realizing. Another thing too, is realizing that often the best way for me to treasure something personally is to use it, you know, enjoy it, having it out where I can see it and I appreciate it. That helps me enjoy it. But sometimes it's something that needs to be used. And sometimes that's really difficult on me to go, well, but if I use it, then it might break or it might, um, you know, as a, as a parent, I look at my kids and I go, I don't want to, I don't want them to be hurt. I don't want them to be injured, but I really don't want to keep them sitting inside and not where they couldn't possibly, you know, fall off their bike or whatever. I don't want to keep them inside and them not experience life and get to live their childhood. So it's that, it's that balance between, yes, I want to keep it safe, but it, it has no real life or real purpose if it doesn't get to fulfill its actual purpose. You know what I'm saying? Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week, I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. It's kind of that, you know, the, the good china. If you have a place for it to display it and it makes you happy to look at it, great. But if you don't, use it. Use it because here's the thing that I've found as I let myself use things. Yes, it breaks. Yes, it gets dirty. Yes, it gets stained. Um, you know, I use my and I really don't anymore. Honestly, I've posted about it years ago, where I would use my kids um, old embroidered, you know, they were cloth diapers that were used as burp rags, I would use those as um, little uh why is my brain going blank? Oh, as duster, you know, to dust with, I would use those to dust with. And I had joy using them. I used them to clean with, I used them in the bathrooms. Well, guess what? Over time, I've thrown most of them away. But when I threw them away, I didn't go, Oh, no, it was kind of like, No, this has lived its life. It has fulfilled its purpose. It fulfilled the purpose of the baby stuff. 
and now it has gone on to make my life better. And by the time it was really falling apart or really used it to clean up some nasty, gross mess that I didn't even want to put in my washing machine, I was like, hey, it's, it's time. And it's good because it's lived its life. It's done its thing. I have no regrets. Um, so, you know, using something and letting it be what it's actually supposed to be. Um, those that's a way of treasuring something. Um, yes. Okay. Let me see how much time I am making this a fairly short podcast. This is about half the length of my normal ones. Um, but that's just something that's been on my mind of late. Um, you know, that really, am I treasuring something and what does it actually mean to treasure something? So I would love to hear from y'all and your personal experience kind of changing how you view something and what does it mean to you to actually treasure something? Um, and yeah, that's what I want to hear. So anyway, thank you for joining me today. Next week is spring break and I am not for sure if I will have a podcast that will come up, but we shall see. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.